welcome to the Wisdom Podcast. This is your host, Justin Dora. And today, I want to talk about uh, just two passages. I actually just wrote a blog post this week on the same topic. But I wanted to take a little bit more time on the podcast this week to just unpack some more thoughts around the two scriptures. uh, One found in Hebrews chapter 1, the other Colossians chapter 1. And I'll go ahead and start by reading the Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 through 4, uh, and then we'll jump right into it. So it says in verse 1, In the past, God spoke to our forefathers through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom he made the universe. The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven, so he became as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is superior to theirs. Let me start out by just unpacking a specific word here. Verse 3 of chapter 1 says, The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being. So the, the that word glory, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this correct, correctly, but in the Greek it's doxa, D-O-X-A, or whatever the Greek equivalent is of what looks like D-O-X-A. But it's I, I believe it's pronounced doxa. And if not, um, you Greek scholars can school me on that. But what the one of the definitions of that word, in fact, I think when you look it up, the very, the top definition of that word is the word opinion. And it's so interesting that uh, you know it's translated glory, which is a great that's a great word, and it's a right word. But I think sometimes we kind of miss or lose the real power of some of what the scriptures are saying. Because we use words that aren't really everyday words, like glory, Bob. That was glorious. What does that really mean? Typically, we think that means good, or it was an awesome experience, or we think like, you know, shining, something is shiny, it's got a lot of light coming out of it, Um, or it's really exalted, like God's glorious, His glory is something, or we'll even say, you know, we can't touch His glory, because of that scripture in the book of Isaiah, it says he won't share his glory with another. Or like credit, like to get glory is to get credit. And But I love that definition, that word opinion. So let's, let's just look at that. The sun is the radiance of God's opinion and the exact representation of his being. Jesus understood the opinion of the Father towards him. And because he lived in that constant state of knowing the opinion of the Father, he radiated or he he perfectly demonstrated the nature of the Father. He represented who God the Father was in all of his being. Yes, he is God, but he had laid aside his quote unquote godness to to walk as a man to understand our world but also to demonstrate the kingdom of God and what it was intended to look like for man to walk with God. Jesus was the first among many brothers not the first among 
many employees. God's the the kingdom of God is a family. It's not it's not part-time employees that come and work for a boss. Yes, there's work that we get to do and we get to enjoy that work, but it's not work that that we're getting paid to do in the sense of our value is found in uh, how much we can pull off. No, our value is found in how much Jesus and the Father and the Spirit were willing to pay to redeem mankind. That's where our value is found, is what they were willing to to put on the line, to bankrupt heaven, to see mankind's heart and mind absolutely renewed and transformed by the power of God because of what Jesus accomplished. And and it's important to know that God's opinion of you is rooted in his opinion of Jesus. You, you share the same relationship that Jesus had with the Father. That's what it means to be in Christ. That's what it means to, to be in union with him. We are sharing in, we are participating in the eternal son's relationship with the eternal father. So if if the glory of God is the opinion of God and Jesus is the radiance of that opinion, now I want you to take that thought and, and house it in this verse. Colossians 1, I believe it's verse 27, says that the mystery of the ages has been made known to you, which is Christ in you the hope of glory, or Christ in you, the hope of God's opinion. Jesus gave us his identity, which includes the foundation of God's unchanging opinion of you. Because it's the same as his unchanging opinion of Jesus. What would happen if we began to live believing what God says about Jesus is what he says about us? What would it look like to believe that you carry the same value in in God's opinion of you as Jesus carries in God's opinion of him. So when we see in Matthew 3 that before Jesus ever does any miracle, before he ever does anything other than be born, raised in a family, learn the trade of carpentry, before he does any of that, or, or before he goes beyond that into his role of, of reconciling mankind through his life, death, burial, and resurrection and ascension, This is the word of the Father to him. This is my beloved Son, whom I love, with whom I am well pleased. What if you knew that the Father was well pleased with you? What if you always carried the opinion that the Father was so pleased with you, so encouraged by who you are, because he has given you his life in his Son? And therefore, the way we think, the way we talk, the way we act, what we feel, is all governed by that opinion. 
And what if that opinion was never on the line? What if no matter, even if you failed at something, even if you bombed at something, it didn't matter. Your opinion was unchanging. And all he did was reassure and reaffirm and re-encourage who you really are so that your perspective can continue to change and and get upgraded. Therefore, you can demonstrate God's kingdom, nature, uh, and character to to the world, not because you have to, but because you get to. What would that look like? Because do you realize Jesus living in you has has permanently locked you into the opinion of the Father towards the Son? You are caught right at the heartbeat of that intimate connection. That should deeply encourage you a lot. And just go go back through, do a study for yourself on different passages. You just if you want, limit it to the New Testament at this point, and look at other passages that talk about the glory of God. Realize that God's glorious opinion of the Son is now what you received as an inheritance. And you know, it's interesting talking about that word glory. And going back to what I referenced earlier in saying there's such a stigma where we say God doesn't share his glory with another. And we, we pull out of the Old uh, Testament and in the book of Isaiah. But then in the book of Romans, it makes some interesting statements. Like Romans uh, chapter 8 verse 17 says, Now if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. And if indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his new life. Sharing in his sufferings in order that we may share in his glory. I think I misspoke and said his new life. And actually the, what the word says is we will share in his glory. So in the, in the book of Isaiah, it says he doesn't share his glory with another But in the book of Romans, it says that we will share in his glory. And then it goes on to say, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. God has shared his glory with us. His name is Jesus. And he brought us into union with him by his perfect work. And now the opinion of God lives inside of us and he has a name and his name is Jesus. Guys, I'm telling you, take time to meditate, to think about, to mull over how that changes your perspective, how that changes your thought life, how that changes the way you view yourself, the way you think of yourself, the way you... View other people and think of them. The way you think about God. Don't get in a hurry or don't just sweep that under the rug and go, yeah, 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 that's kind of a nice thought, but who really knows what that means. Take time. Let the Holy Spirit unpack that and give you understanding because that's his job. In fact, it says in John 16 that he, Jesus gets glory 
when the Holy Spirit takes from what is Jesus's and makes it known to you. So when you get revelation, Jesus gets glory. Jesus is, enjoys the opinion of the Father as you realize you share that same opinion. It's really good news. So here's a little practical thought that I'm going to pray and then we will close our time this week. Take, a, take two sheets of paper. On the first sheet, ask God to bring to mind any lie that you might believe is the truth. It may mean, it may be people don't like you, nobody wants to be around you, you're really weird. Anything that's negative or is just difficult, just write it down. What's every negative thing going on in your life or thought that you have or every difficulty you're facing? And then on the other sheet of paper, write the opposite line by line of each of those lies, each of those negatives, or each of those difficulties. When you're done, throw away that first piece of paper because you don't need it. But what you have is a list of the upgrades God wants to give you in the season. I got this tool from a, a popular teacher named Graham Cook, just listening to some of his audio teachings, and he shared about uh, this kind of tool that you could use. And I found it helpful in different seasons of life where I was facing challenges and difficulties that that this tool helped remind me of who I really was and allowed me to, to grow beyond the current challenge and circumstance I was facing. So Father, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for your influence. We thank you for the grace of God. And we thank you for your opinion opinion of us that is rooted in your opinion of Jesus. We receive that by grace through faith this this day. And we thank you for an increase in our understanding of how you think and view us and see us as we truly are. May every false perception be exposed. May lies be rooted out of our thinking and understanding by the grace of God. And may we walk in the true and established perspective of God, revealed through the scriptures, revealed by the Holy Spirit, and established in our understanding by the grace of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom Podcast. If you like what you heard, leave us a review on iTunes, and iTunes will suggest this podcast to others. Thanks, everyone, and take care.